0: Yo, 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 yo. Bonjour. Buenos dias. Good morning. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Sir Beezus on Instagram at Sir owner and founder of Beast Productions. Beast standing for bringing empowerment and skills together and on today's show. I'm going to discuss the importance of continuing your education. And what that means is that doesn't mean you have to go to college, you know, which I prefer because you're on your own and it's kind of like a safe environment, whereas you're on your own instead of being in the real world. Um, that's a different story. But I mean, after you go to college or you're in your career, if you're choosing the importance of continuing to expand your mind by reading books. Because what happens is, you know, once you get out of college, for example, because this is what I can relate to, you're like, sheesh, I don't have to worry about reading any books. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't need anything else. I don't have to learn anything else because I learned everything already. It's usually the mantra, you know, everything else is just going to be on the job training. And not true at all. Um, So I kind of frame it up for you. So, so, you know, exposing a little bit more about myself, um, Over the past year and a half, I've made it a staple, made it very important that I read consistently. Over the past year and a half, I've read at least 50 books, at least 50 books. So far this year, I've already read six. My goal is 10 a month. So people are like, oh, that sounds crazy. I don't have time to read. I don't have time. You know, I don't have time to actually sit down and read. Okay, well, let's break it down. There's multiple different ways that you can learn. You know even when you were in school there's multiple different ways some people are hands-on so they prefer to actually have the physical book you know have the highlighter be able to highlight things then there's some people who are auditory learners like myself I learned by listening when I was in school all I had to do was listen once I understood the concept through listening you know I was able to apply it so for me audiobooks and podcasts work very well for me then um Then there's those, you know, who just learn by doing, you know, they get a concept, they try it out. Okay, cool. Now I understand how to do it. So first you have to understand how you learn, you know, then second, you have to really make it a point of emphasis to set aside time because what's interesting is the people who say that they don't have time are the same people who, you know, everybody has iPhones nowadays. So on your iPhone, there's this, uh, I guess every week it sends out a report on what you spend the most time Doing on your phone. So, the same people that say that they don't have enough time, I bet you if we pull up their weekly report, they spend at least two hours on Instagram a week. Okay, now just imagine you cut that time in half, all right, and you spent 10 minutes a day reading or listening to an audiobook. How many books could you read in a month? Okay, how many books could you read in a year by just taking 10 minutes? Oh, but, but bees, man, when I get home from work, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing anything, you know, that's fine, but don't get mad when you're in a situation, right. And you're trying to figure out how to come out of your situation, but you don't have the knowledgeable tools to, to do such, you know what I'm saying? So, and the only reason why I use that example is because, um, in our book club that we're doing now, the book that we're, that we're reading or just read, it was 48 laws of power. So and in that book they talk about different ways where people you know obtain power, use power and uh, keep power, maintain that power. Um, and understanding these laws of power help you protect yourself against power moves. you know so I have I have a list in front of me and I'm just gonna pick out a law and kind of like how it was uh, like how it's used in real life. so, Like law 16, use absence to increase respect and honor. So obviously, what's the what's the phrase? You know, if if you if you're constantly in front of somebody, they tend to like take you for granted. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So in order to maintain that power and respect, you have to sometimes take yourself out of the situation. So it's kind of like that cat and mouse game. Like I'll show, you know, I'll show myself, I give you my time, i give you my energy. And then once I feel like you're taking that for granted, or maybe not taking it for granted, but once you're getting comfortable, I remove myself. So that way that, that, that leaves a void. And then with that void, you began to, okay, what's, what's missing. Okay. I remember when this person was in my life. Now I want to go get this person. Now you're allowing that person to have power over you. Wow, but you don't understand the interpretation of the situation if you don't read books and and seek to understand and seek to know. You know what I'm saying? So, it and even so let's go to a more a more uh, relatable subject, saving money. You know, everybody knows that they should save money, you know, that they should do it, you know, you're supposed to save a portion of your paycheck or throw money in savings, but you know, if you don't have a system set up to save money or to account for your finances, how do you plan on creating that that habit uh you know in the long term? So, how do you learn about doing that? Yeah, you could ask somebody, but that's the power of books. You read a book. So one of the books that we read in our book club was The Richest Man in Babylon. And what he talks about is this rule that's been going on since Babylonian times, you know. Where the person who's the major breadwinner in the household or whatever, or if you're making money, doesn't have to be the major breadwinner. What you do is you take 10% of everything you make and you keep it for yourself. So I'm going to say that again. You take 10% of everything you you earn and you keep 10% for yourself. Right? Like It's kind of like you're training your mind to say, hey... I earned this money I'm going to keep it for myself this 10% is mine I'm not giving it to anybody else I'm not paying any bills with it I'm not going out to eat with it I'm not doing anything this is my to set aside for long term because I worked for this right then you use the other 90% for whatever whether it be bills or or expenses or, or well in the book actually the other 10% should be used to pay off your debts and then you live off the other 80 as far as paying bills and, and whatever else you want to do with that um but for example, I didn't have that knowledge up until, you know, two months ago when I read the book, you know, who do I get the knowledge from? You know, it's, it's interesting because I also learned this in a book. I, I, I swear to you, 80% of the things that I've learned have been through books. The other 20 just real life experiences. And I'd say 0.01 has been out of college. Um, so another book, they talk about how You have to have the the spirit of discernment. So being able to discern right from wrong, what's validated information to invalid information. So what usually happens is people end up taking information from people who should not be giving information. For example, somebody's broke, right? Bouncing from job to job, having a hard time, you know, making ends meet that nine, you know, that 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 rat race that most Americans are in. If they're giving you advice on how to save money, why would I take advice from this person who's struggling to make ends meet, doesn't have any money in savings, doesn't have any stocks, any bonds, doesn't have any mutual funds or anything? Why would I take it? Why would I take advice from him? What does he know? Nothing. You got to show me first, you know, but so many people were like, I don't know. You don't know. So I'm just going to listen to anything that you say because you must know something like no, figure out who you're going to learn from. And that's the beauty of books. Most authors who written who write books or who have audiobooks, have been through certain life experiences so they can teach others certain things it's just like let's relate it to sports it's just like I'm not gonna I mean don't get me wrong there are coaches out there who are very very good at what they do and I've never touched a basketball there are a percentage of those however if I'm going to I'm not going to I'm going to be less apt I'm not going to say I'm not going to I'll be less apt to listen to a coach who didn't play a lick of basketball at any level than I would be to listen to a coach who played at high school, college and professionally because he played at those levels. He's been there. He knows what needs to be done. He knows what helps, what works, what doesn't, you know, at least for him. And I can take that information and apply it to myself. But somebody who hasn't played a lick of basketball, you know, There's a lot of subtle details in the game of basketball that he could be leaving out because he's never been on the court and been in the fire, you know, so. But that's another thing you just learn by reading books. Um, And then I will go over one more law, one more law of power for you guys. So uh, if I could find one. And what's interesting about this book really is like there are a lot like It's very like people play a lot of Manipulation on you But you don't understand that I didn't understand that until I read this book I've read it two times already Um, I read it like a year ago And then in our book club they wanted to read it again So I read it again But there's so many So many of these laws that are used every day And what's interesting is People use them on a consistent basis But don't even know that they use it It's just a part of their character So for example Law 44 disarm and infuriate with the mirror effect. So what that is, is basically, let's say somebody's treating you a certain way. You treat them exactly how they're treating you. And then they don't like it. That's a source of power, because as soon as you start treating them the way they treat you, now they get upset. Why are you treating me in this way? Why are you treating me this way? It's like, yo, I'm just doing you what you were doing to me. And then they're like, oh, man, you know, or they get on the defensive and then they lose their cool. Once somebody loses their cool, you got them. You won already. As long as you stay calm and calm, cool, and collected, you won already. So, but but I just wanted to say all that just to say, you know, give you insight from a couple books. Um, read five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, whatever. That five, 10 minutes that you're going to spend watching TV, that five, 10 minutes that you're going to spend on social media, that five, 10 minutes you're going to spend just sitting around doing nothing ranting on social media about something that's insignificant to anybody's life sit down read a book all right a couple of suggestions i have for you i give you three 48 laws of power all right because there's a lot of topics in there that happen on a daily you know daily um the next book i would advise you to read is the richest man in babylon that's a very short book very short book learning how to teach you how to make money and save your money and then let your money work for you that's a that's a continuous cycle you make money then you save that money then the money that you save that's yours to keep you figure out how to make it work for you <laughs> you know and then the last book i would actually have you guys read is i read it i read it one time you know a year and a half ago when i first started reading is the alchemist uh, one of my good friends leasia Shout out to her. She actually recommended that I read that book, and it's a it's a fiction book. However, it relates to real life because there's this young boy who's going on a journey, trying to figure out what he enjoys to do. So he takes the risk in going from town to town, figuring out what he wants to do. You know, he finds out about this treasure. He's like, "That's my purpose to find this treasure." You know, and he goes on this long, extended journey, meets a bunch of individuals who teach him other lessons. You know, in ways that he, you know, in unconventional ways, right? But he learns, he applies it, he grows as an individual, as a young man. So, and the reason why I really like that book is because a lot of times, like I've talked previously on this podcast, people have a purpose or a goal, but are too scared to go to go for it. You know, what if this? What if that? Who cares? Go for it. The worst that happens is that you got to start over. Who cares? And if you would have never started, you would have been at the same spot anyway. So why are you even tripping? You feel me? But uh, that's my podcast talk for today, man. Just to recap, read books. I'm telling you, read books. That is the key to success and the key to longevity. Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world. He reads four hours a day. If that doesn't stress how important reading is, I don't know what is. The richest man in the world takes four hours out of his day four hours out of his day to read like that's a lot of time but you can't take 10 wow i think something i think he's the richest man in the world for a reason just saying you know but anywho if you have any topics that you want to you want to throw on a suggestion board go ahead and hit me up on my instagram at sir s-i-r-b-e-a-z-u-s and we're going to keep it rolling. I hope you have a blessed Thursday. You know, uh, great momentum going into the weekend. Go ahead and get your workout in. Keep hustling, keep grinding, keep striving for success, y'all. All right. I'm out. Peace.